0: Hello, and thanks for joining us on this week's episode of For All Things Lexington, the only show dedicated to Lexington, South Carolina, and where a spade is always called a spade. Here, we'll talk to and about people, places, groups, things to do, and places to go in and around Lexington, South Carolina. I'm your host, Angela Barrett, and this is For All Things Lexington.
1: This episode was brought to you by the Real Estate Agents at Home Matters, building on service, relationships, and on what matters to you. Find out how you matter and how they can help you with buying and selling your home at homematterssc.com.
0: Hey, Brandon, and thank you so much for being here today on this Friday, right before Memorial Day weekend.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Man, I've been so excited to come on. Oh, good. I'm just ready to hang out, kind of talk about what's going on with you.
0: Yeah um you got big plans for memorial day
1: um we don't normally we have a lot of trips coming up so we have a couple big family trips coming in the next couple weeks so we're actually gonna be pretty calm this weekend yeah. we've had a couple trips in the past few weeks so I'm trying to protect this one maybe with me and mo- me and my wife this weekend
0: yeah so. good good so you are the vp of sales at you can't say this very fast rock
1: black rock black.
0: Rock branding. branding. Yeah, yeah, say that three times.
1: <laughs> Black Rock Brand. When people call, they uh they sometimes say Black Rock Brandon, and I'm like, that's not it. it's branding.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> so tell me what um, Black Rock branding is.
1: Yeah. So we are a promotional products distributor. Uh, we deal with promo products. We deal with apparel, hats, like pretty much anything that you can put your logo on. Uh, that's what we do. And our kind of goal is to partner with clients. Um, not to just be a transactional uh, business, but something where we come in and give the creative mindset to your business. So somebody is doing a big merch drop. Somebody has a lot of employees that they buy different things for. Um, Maybe you've purchased a certain way in the past. We want to come in and kind of look at that. And like you come to us and you say, hey, I need to buy this many t-shirts. The first question is going to be, okay, what are they being used for? What's the purpose? What's the event? How can we turn it? just from a t-shirt into like some sort of creative process that helps you. And so that's going to keep us away from smaller clients, but it's going to make us a perfect fit for like people that are growing and are ready to kind of ask those philosophical questions rather than just um, kind of being a transactional online situation.
0: So if I hear what you're saying, it's it's geared towards that business and what they do and what you think will in y'all, because of your experience, sell the best for them or work the best for them for whatever the purpose is, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So we're if we're merchandising or if we're doing something for them internally, we're really taking a look at their business. And people, uh, salespeople ask all the time, what's the best mindset to have? And I think the best mindset is to know the client or the industry that you're approaching as good, or maybe even try to know it better than they do. Right. Um, when I first came in the industry, I came from church background, uh, marketing, digital design, all that stuff. And so when I stepped into the role I was in, I turned around and said, well, I know that industry really, really well. It's going to be able to turn around and explain that to them. So any sales rep that comes on, we say, "Where? what industry did you come from? And when they come from that industry, turn right back around. You know that market. Right. You know that client. They're going to love that you have their brain, like you have the same brain. And so you're going to be able to communicate to them really effectively.
0: Yeah, now, I, I know that you guys do what, in my world, we call swag.
1: Swag, yeah, yeah, yeah stuff we all get. <laughs>
0: That's right. Yeah, yeah. when you go to a conference, you pick up this from the table. swag, so pins, or it might be a t-shirt, but cups or yeah. ba- you know, little bags and things like that. But what else, I mean, what else do y'all have? Oh, my
1: gosh. So, I mean, it can go as crazy. I mean, there's barbecue grills that we branded, that we've done wow. engraved hammers. We've done, I mean... Lunch boxes, I mean, anything. We even get into more higher-end clothing and apparel. I mean, we'll deal with Peter Millar or we'll deal with North Face or Patagonia we've dealt with in the past. So just all kinds of different things. So a lot of times people call what we're doing like tchotchkes, like very small um, uh, kind of bottom price tier things. But I think where we see our best customers have the best effect is when they're giving away something nice. Right we all have a screwdriver in our drawer that somebody gave us with a logo on it. But very few of us have something nice that we've been partnering with the client to get. So um, we're trying to find the best place for that client to give something that's going to give a wow factor to um, whoever they're working with, or maybe their employees internally. Um, I mean, there's people that come to us all the time and they want us to, um, they want their employees to come and purchase their branded merchandise from us. And we're like, Your employee wants you to get that branded merchandise for them. They're ready to be, they're ready to be um, kind of celebrated by you. So, kind of, uh, we're here to help grow your business. At the end of the day, we grow our business by growing other people's business. Right. If we're selling you a bunch of t-shirts, we're selling you a bunch of hats, and your business isn't growing, we're doing a bad job, or or maybe the creative process is off. Maybe we need to like redirect in a certain way. And so, we're trying to position ourselves as, um, as The best clients we have, we feel like we work inside of their business, not adjacent to their business. We feel like we're in their marketing department working with them. Almost. Very
0: personalized.
1: Very personalized. Very personalized.
0: Interesting. Now, I saw, I I fell in love with, I was on the website um, taking a look at some of the things that y'all had. And one of them was it was a name badge, but it was a chalkboard name badge. And what a great idea. I mean, instead of paper, you're wasting every time, every time you have something, your logos on it or whatever. And then just write their name on
1: it. Most creative things. And so we go to these, we'll go to these big shows where you just see the most creative, like new things that you've ever seen. And a lot of times uh, or, uh, you see something and you come back and you're like, I want to sell this product to somebody. There was a long time where somebody showed us a, um, a bottle that had a magnetic cap on the lid uh-huh. and it blew me away. And I, I've seen a few like that before, but I, I was just, I didn't care who it was. I was like, somebody's got to buy this thing because it is the coolest thing. So you see stuff like that all the time in our industry, things you never thought of. Right.
0: The um, but now I have to say, what my favorite was is the mop head um screen eraser. Yeah, I think that's the coolest thing the, I've ever seen. Are you talking about the pin? I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah the, I think it said uh, screen eraser and uh, stylist or whatever it is, but you'd be pin. surprised
1: at how many of those get. Sold. I
0: love that thing. I started to call you back and say, Hey, bring me one of those.
1: <laughs> no, we have all, yeah, we have a ton of those. And you know, we're working, I think we're working on a project right now where. Uh, we can customize that thing from top to bottom, so it can look however uh, anybody's asking for it to look. Any business, any hairstyle, like any color on it, like you can do anything you want to with it. And so, um, <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how many of those we sell. Actually, it's <laughs> kind of weird.
0: And I saw where y'all could even do like you know big what I call tailgate tents, that's yeah, custom and all that. That that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. So uh, when I came into it, the church stuff, I mean churches buy outdoor tents, flags, and so I did a lot of that starting out, and our team still does this day, too, so um, tents are not something that is, I mean, it's probably a monthly venture for us to be selling tents or displays or something like that to somebody. Yeah, because
0: it's hot in South Carolina. Oh, yeah, you will not be outside without a tent. <laughs> right, right. Um... So what is a dinner box? I saw that on the website.
1: (laughs) So I would assume, I mean, we sell about a million products. So I would assume what a dinner box is, is um, we even get uh, so creative into food categories. So uh, a dinner box is probably, it's probably a box with certain things that'll go along with a dinner night that are kind of probably uh, unperishable, but they'll kind of Uh, act in adjacent to it. There's probably a recipe in there, but in all of that stuff, your logo is going to be kind of spread throughout there. There may be some utensils, some um, spices, or you yeah. know, maybe a barbecue set or something like that, huh. but it's gonna come delivered to your house. When it comes to food, um, one of the best things is, uh, I saw this last year, there is a, um, one of our vendors that we go through, they provide a branded cookie tin. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're, say you have a company, say you have 100, 200 employees, you got a lid on that tin, it's gonna be your logo. And what's going to happen is at the end of the year, you send us your uh, list of all your employees, their birthdays, and then on their birthday, Ah. they all individually get drop shipped uh, the tin with fresh cookies in the tin throughout the year. So big employer who needs something to do for their birthdays and doesn't have a really good like creative idea. And you don't want to have to keep up with it on the calendar. You don't have to keep going to Publix and buying a cake every day. Yeah. Um, you know, you send a send a list in. And so you
0: do sales. y'all do the mailing, or are you the vendor that is y'all making 10s and the vendor? Yeah.
1: Uh, so so we work a lot with vendors. Things that we do in house are going to be um, things that we do in house are going to be a lot of apparel decoration. When it comes to creative projects, we're looking for our partner vendors that exist in our industry to kind of help with that process along. And so. Um, Yeah. So, depend on if you need something food, if you need something uh, drinkware, depends on what that is. We're going to partner with a vendor to like help bring that creative process to you. Think of us a lot like a like a housing contractor. You know, you've got a you've got a bunch of different things that are going on. You got your floor electrical. You got your sheetrock. We are the contractor for all of your brand needs. Any creative idea that comes to your head, send your rep an email. And they're going to make that into reality. And never have I seen a creative request that was not able to be produced. So So if
0: somebody had um, a company and they wanted to send out, they've got 500 clients. And at Christmas, that's when they try to get them a little something. Yeah. Go to you, y'all would figure out the product Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and the vendor that can make that happen and The, that company never has to worry about again other than write a check.
1: All we got, all they got to do write a check. We do the art, we do the design. Huh. They send us the drop ship list and that stuff just gets drop shipped and it's going to show up on the door. I mean, we did it personally. Obviously, we did it for ourselves for Christmas. Sure. Um, but yeah, we we handle stuff like that all the time. Just wow. trying to
0: keep... One-stop shop. One-stop shop.
1: Headaches going away. Like, we don't want you to have any headaches. You are trying to like run your business. And right. we are trying to help you take away all these like crazy little, awful details that you have to deal with on the day-to-day, right? The things that, that keep you That are pretty
0: away. big projects. Pretty big
1: projects, but it's keeping you from doing, like, the real work that you have to do. Right. So our goal is to get you back to those real kind of motivations.
0: Right. Now, I saw where y'all did, uniforms. Is that, what kind of uniforms?
1: Um, I mean, we're doing a ton of uniforms. So we're, right now, we're working on a big project where we're doing FR for um, us, particular group of co-ops in South Carolina. So we're doing all their fire repellent, um, uniforms across the whole state.
0: Wow. Um,
1: so drop shipping those to all the people that need them. Wow. Yeah. And then any kind of uniform, I mean, we, we've done chef coats, we've done, um, I mean, work shirts, car, baseball. We do a lot of sports teams. We do a lot of I'm sports saying. teams. We do sports teams every day of the week. So you since know? the
0: owner is in uh, Dixie, <laughs> yeah, with the the, Dixie Youth, uh,
1: Lexington Longhorns, they get a lot of uh, <laughs> branded stuff from right. from Blackrock. Good, and even into the schools too. You know, we do a lot with Lexington High School. We do almost everything with Gilbert now. Okay, oh, um, and so yeah, we're we're really involved with a lot of different schools, a lot of different organizations.
0: Now, who is probably your biggest client? Um, if you don't want to give a name, you can give a number. I just, just trying to think in scale here. Yeah,
1: I think a biggest client, I mean, they're going to be a nationwide known brand. They're going to be, um, I mean, I couldn't even tell you how many employees they have. I mean, I I know that their, their business was a billion dollar business last year. Um, and so they're doing, they're doing pretty good. They're, they're local here in, in Columbia. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, um, yeah, they're, they're just a great partnership that we've had for quite a long time. And I would say that they exist more in the manufacturing world than any other world. Um, they're just manufacturing and, and kind of a little bit of retail in their brand too. But, um, yeah. And then I would say the next step down from them would be, uh, we work with a veterinarian conglomerate. And, man, that is a really fun partnership to have. We started with them when they had 17 vets. We've grown with them over five years to 435 vets. Mm-hmm. Um, every single vet they acquire uh, is a mom-and-pop shop. So oh, they yeah. have, yeah, it's like little mom-and-pop vet. So Jeffrey's Giraffe Barn, when it gets bought out by this conglomerate, it stays Jeffrey's Giraffe Barn. That doctor stays on staff. He ah. just gets to run his business and not think about all the the business side he gets to deal with animals and so what we where we step in is when jeffrey needs his scrubs he gets on the website that we've created for them he orders his scrubs and they show up to his place not with the main not with the conglomerate logo on it but with the um with the jeffrey's his logo it's on his oh, scrubs yeah
0: nice so what about your smallest client
1: oh man we have a lot of people that compete for that role <laughs> uh yeah i mean you know we try to we try to our goal is to service the clients that we're partnered with. And so a lot of times our smaller clients are very transactional. Um, and so we try to, uh, maintain a good relationship. So not that, I mean, we always will take any business. Um, but really what we want to do is we want to help you grow that business to a place where it's, uh, significant, uh, not for us necessarily, but for you, like we don't want you to be, your business needs to be bigger than coming and saying, Hey Brandon, we need three hats. (laughs) <laughs> we need to figure out what's going on with right. your business that you only need three hats. Right. We want you coming in and order three hundred hats, right? And so maybe there's a conversation there where we where we can help coach or help market or help brand or do something like. We even do some SEO. So like if there's a situation there with like a local landscaper and they need um, website digital marketing services, we're dipping our toes into those I was areas. Ask you about that,
0: yeah? Yeah.
1: And so anybody that comes in that's in a situation like that, if you're ordering three hats from us, we may need to talk about. Where are you coming up on Google? Like right. is that is that the issue right now? <laughs> right. Because we need to get you higher on Google. We need to get you out there and moving.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going I saw we all did some uh digital uh and you and I had a very short conversation about that. That I guess y'all were just beginning that, but that's what it is, is helping people with websites or yeah the SEO, I yeah. guess it's called. Um well, good. That's interesting. And I love how personalization, I mean, how personalized it is. Um, I don't think that you don't really have that a lot when it comes to, no. I mean, like a one-stop shop. You don't really have that when you...
1: If you're thinking of like your online, the difference between us and like an online shop is just going to be the personal touch. We have three graphic designers on staff. Every single week, they're working on conceptual artwork. So with our bigger clients, we're making T-shirts you know, all the time for them that they're selling in mass outside of their online stores, um, and then maybe with sports teams, we're doing, um, we're even doing murals on school walls, uh, and so a lot of that comes from conceptual design. Uh, when we're working with nonprofits, a lot of times they want different designs made for every season, um, and so we do a lot of that. And I think that's where you go to Custom Ink or Vista Print or uh, anybody online or something like that. You're going to really get some you're gonna get some kind of transactional service. And really, we're not even looking for the people who are looking for that. Right. We're looking for the people who go, my business is going so well, I'm growing so fast, I'm tired of dealing with all this stuff, but I know it's really important. So I just need somebody to step in and take kind of the wheel from me on this. And that's where we come in and say, hey, everything's gonna be fine.
0: Yeah, that's nice. Um, Now the owner, Joey George, Yeah. Um, who's actually from my neck of the woods, but many, many years apart. He is much younger than I am. So uh, we probably still know some of the same people. Yeah. But <laughs> now when did he start the business and how?
1: Yeah. So he started about 13 years ago. Um, he had a friend that was a very close friend that was working in print and um, like paper printing. And so he went down and kind of like saw that and saw the beginnings of a good idea. hmm. And then over the course of several years, transitioned from starting his own print business to seeing the um, kind of applications of apparel, and then very quickly started pushing more apparel and hard goods. Um, He's been in the business for 13 years. Best boss I've ever had in my life, by the way, and I come from working for pastors, so you know, that that's like... Well, that's just because
0: we're good old country folk. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right, man.
1: Joey is low drama. That's right, uh, No drama. Fun. You got
0: that right. <laughs> it's
1: like every day at work is just an absolute
0: blast. Absolutely.
1: Uh, our team, our whole leadership team there is just incredible, incredible, incredible. But, but Joey specifically, everything rises and falls on leadership. And so Joey has done a great job um, over the past 13 years. Uh, probably in 2019, um, I walked into his office and to do an interview and just kind of figure out what was going on. And I joke with him all the time. I was like, I thought it was a, um, I thought it was a multi-level marketing scheme. I thought Joe was going to pop out some Cutco knives <laughs> and, and, and try to give himself some Cutco knives, right? Because it smelled like paint. He had just yeah. gotten to a new space. And so in 2019, I think BlackRock really kind of um, just changed gears. It was like, it's time to become a business not just like we we were essentially a team that was kind of worked around a salesperson that was joey and then we kind of transitioned into okay we need to build out the sales team if our goal is to like build brands through creative promotion then we got to have a bigger team to get that going for people so bringing on other reps that can handle um, clients because if we're going to grow lexington if we're going to grow this community um, there's a lot of businesses that are going to come up in the next couple of years and they're going to need help to do all this stuff. So our goal is always to be the creative partner, um, to build a brand, to grow with that client. Man, some of the funnest things is when you start with somebody and you just watch their business grow and then you grow with them as their business grows. That's when you know like you're doing a great job. And it's not just financially. I mean, it is like the it's the gooiness, You know, it's like the, the stuff like right inside. like kid.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: You're like, yeah. okay, well, what I do every day is actually making a difference to right? somebody. And so when Joey started the business, he started it because he wanted financial freedom for his family. He wanted to have a creative line of work. He wanted all these things. And so we take that heart that he had when he first started, and now we just apply it to our clients. We go, we're here to make a dream come true for you. We're here to help you grow your business to where you have financial freedom, where you have something that you're doing every single day. That's meaningful. that's not just like, you know, another tick on the chart, but it's like something that you actually love and you can be proud of. And I think from Joey's origins with BlackRock, we've kind of developed our, uh, what we, what we think is our vision for BlackRock.
0: Well, and speaking of the guys that work there, how many people do you have now?
1: Oh man. So we're, we're, Right now, we are building our screen printing facility. So, um,
0: so, you're in Gilbert. When you say building, you're physically building.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're okay. we're we're putting a right across the road from our office. We're putting a screen printing facility. Um, and so, we have been kind of hiring to fill that role. That that business isn't open yet, but we're trying to train people gradually as we go over there. So, I think when I started with Joey in 2019, um, we had four on staff and two were outside. Uh, By the end of the summer, I think we'll probably be between 23 and 25 employees in four years. Nice. And two of those years were COVID. And so, yeah, just I mean, it's been a whirlwind every day. It's been awesome.
0: Absolutely. Um, The uh, you guys hang out sometimes I get, um, I think socially at uh crafty
1: draft yeah we do we do some socials at crafty draft um we've done uh we've done different dinners and different parties with our team uh we take we take a few trips uh a year uh, and so those are promotional product shows that we'll go to um where vendors are set up and they're selling to us as distributors they're like hey here's all these creative products it's like it's a really fun day where you see a bunch of pins that do all kinds of crazy things and all different kinds of shirts. And so we really, really value like the social kind of construction of our team. Um, One thing that we say all the time when we're doing interviews is we value chemistry over competency. We still value competency, but we value chemistry first because somebody can be really great at their job. But if they are a terrible hang, if they are terrible, terrible, you know, when it comes to the social relationships, right. Then obviously it's just never going to work out. And so, Really value people that are here to care for people, really value people that are just like all into the company um, that are really wanting to help uh, grow it and then grow the other businesses that we're in partnership with.
0: Right. And I think one of the things I know my husband and I talk about this a lot uh, as well with other people, but work ethic. I mean, you you can't teach it. It's either there or not. And I'm sure but you know work ethic also goes along with how people think and um it, that reminded me of what you said i mean they've got to be able to you know to so well rounded yeah well-rounded. if you're going if you're
1: going to operate in business uh and this is not my wisdom this is wisdom from a trillion podcasts that i've listened to <laughs> uh, but if you're going to be successful in business i think you've got to you've got to love the journey yes a lot of people are trying to be great employees because I want this, I want this raise, I want this promotion, I want this power. Those th- all those are the three things that you work for, right? You right. work for a raise, you work for a promotion, you work for power. <laughs> the people that are great, they're working because they love the process. They love going to work. Having a couple difficult conversations at work this morning, and I looked at the people on my team, I said, I, I know this is hard, but I still love this. I love the puzzle. I love coming into this place. I love giving my best every single day. And so I think That's what you're talking about. There's, if the end is the only thing that's in mind, um, the journey is going to become pretty muddy really quick uh, because you'll do anything to get to whatever you're trying to get
0: to. Not only for the employer, but for the employee because you can't be happy with that if you're not enjoying the journey along.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The best employee loves, just loves. Coming and making it happen every single day.
0: Right, right, right. It looks like I, I saw some pictures on Facebook that y'all have. Facebook that y'all have a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, we we uh, I love say, the Christmas photos. The Christmas photos. <laughs> yeah, uh, we
1: have a, we have too much fun uh, a lot of times, uh, and you know that's getting uh, harder and harder to have. But I think we we focus on it too, and so what used to be like, you know, it just used to be a fun place to work. As we grow, now we're asking the questions like. How do we keep it as fun as it was? Right. We're getting a lot busier. We have to do our work. Like obviously, we're coming to work. We have to do our work. But how do we keep uh, that presence here at this level? And then, I mean, we're growing so fast. Where you go, well, how are we going to do that next year? If our team is 23 this year and next year it's 46, that's a wow. that's a you know that's a significant leap to um to right. figure out how to keep that heart of a small company. Um, we had a we had a banquet a couple uh, weeks ago and Joey just kind of said, I'd never wanna be that multi-campus, crazy, big, huge company. As big as we get, I always wanna stay really, really small. And even now, as we have three different buildings there in Gilbert, um, I was talking with the team this morning, and I said, the further we get apart, the closer we gotta be. Like, we gotta be close. If we're yeah. getting further away location, if we're not getting as much face-to-face time anymore, we got to be a tight-knit group. And yeah. so we're just really focused on that. I think it may be our number one priority, honestly.
0: Oh, well, that's good. Great advice, too. Um, tell me what goes into, like, we're talking about hats. Yeah. So what is the process? What all goes into before the hat is there? What, okay, What's yeah. the process?
1: This is really interesting because, I mean, I, I ordered this stuff before I worked in the industry. And so I didn't know, you know, process with a hat it starts out like first of all what are we talking about you know uh, what what are we we're talking about a trucker hat we're talking about a hard hat i mean we have so many different things that we can talk about if we're focusing in on a trucker hat like a what people would commonly refer to as just like your low profile regular cap mesh back that's generally what we're selling i mean nine times out of ten people are coming in they're asking for a richardson hat and most of the time they're asking for a Richardson 112, which is the SKU number. It's the number one hat in the world. It's the, <laughs> it's the best hat ever sold. If you go on Palmetto Moon and go to their hat section, you're going to flip them on the inside and you'll see Richardson 112 on the inside. So okay. it's, it's just the hat that's everywhere. Um, so most of the time we're working with that. And then I would say the next process is how are we decorating this? And kind of in tandem, that question is what artwork are we putting on it? Because the artwork is kind of kind of determine what we can do. A lot of small lettering when it comes to direct embroidery, isn't going to work. So we're thinking maybe a patch or maybe even like a PVC patch. So if you've ever seen hats that have like a rubberized logo on them, it's going to be more of like a, it feels just kind of, it, it feels like rubber, you know, on the front of the hat, but we it make, it's made out of PVC. And so depending on what we're trying to do or the artwork, then we're going to determine how we do that. Right. If it's a patch or a leather patch or a PVC patch, that gets heat applied, heat pressed directly onto the hat. If we're going into the embroidery direction, that's when it becomes a lot more fun and kind of complicated. So we take the artwork and we have um, a digitizing process. So we take a piece of artwork and we turn it into a .emb file. That .emb file, yeah, 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 (laughs) it's it's a lot. And so that .emb file goes into this massive um, machine that has tons of needles, tons of thread. It gets kind of like uh, locked in place and then it embroiders directly onto that hat. Um, So we can do direct embroidery, and then we do what we call 3D embroidery. If you've ever seen a hat where the um, imprint kind of, it's embroidered, but it kind of sticks off of the hat a little bit, that's a 3D embroidery. And the process of that is before the hat gets embroidered, a piece of foam goes over the top of the hat, and the embroidery goes into the foam and into the hat. So the thread kind of suctions the foam to the top of the hat. It's one of the cool like you'll you've seen those hats before like you've seen them everywhere maybe you don't no, even I recognize can't unsee
0: them. Yeah, yeah, now you
1: can't <laughs> see them. And so, but it's crazy to know how that actually is happening. Yeah, They're just uh, another layer of foam, and people in our industry they go crazy too. That they, they can you can make designs to where you stack multiple levels of foam. Okay. So, I've seen a design where uh, it's a the face of a bear, and his mouth is open, and every single kind of ridge inside of his mouth is a different layer of foam. So oh, The bear wow. sticks really far off the hat and then you can look inside his mouth and it actually kind of like fall like it's it's leveled back down into the hat. So you can do all kinds of crazy cool stuff when you start getting into stuff like that.
0: So now how long does all of that take?
1: Um, you know, it can it, it just depends on the stitch count on embroidery. You know, we we when we're thinking about production, we we think about timing a lot. And so something that has 10,000 stitches in it can take up to 20, 25 minutes. If we're doing a design, that's like 20, 40,000 stitches. I mean, we've seen designs take up to an hour. Wow. Um, And so... For one hat? Probably not on a hat. I don't know if we could fit that many stitches on a hat, but definitely like a, think of like a denim jacket. Oh, okay. Or like a bag, something like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. The designs can take an hour. So machine can hold, we have an eight head, uh, we have a six head. And so you can, on the eight head, you can do eight different things. On the six head, you can do six different things. And then we have a couple singles. So at Blackrock, we have 17 slots that we can run um, production in at any given point.
0: Huh. Interesting. No, I yeah, like I said, I can't unsee it. But it will be the first thing I look for now when you look at hats. I'm like, ooh, what's that? Yeah. what's that? Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm a, s- I'm a, one day I'm gonna send you a picture and go, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'll see
1: it everywhere now too. And the, the, well, kind of in the same process, um, you'll start looking at. Uh, how things are decorated when it comes to apparel. So um, if it's embroidered, obviously, you know what that looks like. But there's the difference between screen printing and there's a lot of heat press today. And heat press is um, like a digital transfer that's uh, industrially applied to a shirt. And so sometimes, like, if you're at Target, you'll feel a shirt and the shirt will feel kind of soft and almost like a part of the the material. And then you'll feel another one that's a little... uh, slick it's more slick and has a little harder hand and that's going to be a heat press design uh heat press design is getting it used to be kind of bad taste for everybody the technology is getting better and better it's feeling better and better Mm -hmm. and so you're seeing it a lot more especially in like big boxes like target walmart sam's like you're going to see a lot of heat press going
0: on in there ah um well that's interesting um now you you know, once you learn these things, you look at people's shirt, and they'll be like, why are you staring yeah, at your shirt? You <laughs> trying to figure out how, what application you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't touch them. That's right. <laughs> now, uh, you and the team and Joy and all of those out there, y'all um, are pretty involved in the Special Olympics.
1: Yeah, so uh, I would say starting to be one of our bigger clients, one of our reps just found a great connection. And, um, you know, they saw one of our crazy videos that we have online <laughs> and so there was a day we had you know we were a smaller company back when we were making all those crazy videos and we had a little bit more time to like be creative and have the sure. team involved and um we would always go you know one day somebody's going to see this and it's actually going to be a person where it matters and it's going to be a great connection great partnership And so periodically, when we had some downtime, we came up with a video. I mean, we were making scripts. We were doing location (laughs) shoots. Like, we were timing it out on the the calendar, like, who could be here to film this at this point? Um, And so we made a video, and uh, somebody at Special Olympics saw it, and they just, um, they were like, hey, this looks like a company that we really want to work with. And so one of our reps got in there and just made a great, great relationship. Um, We love them to death just because of what they do, first of all, right? Right. Just because of what they do. Uh, but then that partnership, just that personal relationship has developed. And so we've actually, I think we had our first event where we took some Black Rock people to go um, just volunteer be a part. Um, obviously, we're a big part of the business side of it, but we're obviously there just to kind of support and celebrate and uh, be a good partner. Yeah, I was going to gonna say, because
0: y'all are more involved than just the business. Yeah, so. yeah.
1: yeah. It'd be weird if we weren't there. Yeah,
0: yeah, right, right, right. Now, on a personal note, your wife, Steffi.
1: Yeah, Steffi. Beautiful and t-
0: talented. <laughs> yeah, um, How did you, you guys aren't from here, but y'all met in college?
1: Yeah, so we went to college um, in our, we were in a church denomination. We were part of the Assembly of God. Uh, we met at a small, small little Bible school there in Dallas. Um, and we were doing a lot of music, working in studios, doing a little bit of summer touring and like um, just kind of, you know around each other. And eventually it just kind of got the place where we were around each other all the time. And so, uh, (laughs) it was just like the perfect, uh, you know, almost like a God thing where it's just working us together. And we didn't, you know, didn't even realize it to a certain degree. Um, and so we got married, uh, there in, um, we got married in Oklahoma where she's from. And then we started pastoring in what I would consider like the Waco area of Texas, and so everybody, you know, Waco used to not be so cool. And then Chip and, Chip and Joe, they, <laughs> right. they, they made it really
0: cool. <laughs> they made it really cool. Right.
1: So we were like probably 30 minutes away from the silos. We would drive up there for lunch and hang out. You know, it was just a really great place to be. Um, and then church actually brought us to South Carolina. Uh, we moved here to help some friends plan the church. And that was really great. And as we were doing it, um, I got connected with Joey. And me and Joey just hit it off really, really well. And so just, I think the Lord just kind of threw a bunch of different kind of weird steps, got me to the place that I am happier here in Lexington. And this is weird because I, I would not have used to said this. <laughs> I'm happier here than in Lexington than I think I've ever been. Me and my We're happier. We, we love the place. We love where we work. We love the people. I love that it kind of feels like my home state of Alabama. Uh, and so, um, yeah, we're just, we're, I mean, we're really, really blessed.
0: And so how long have y'all been here now?
1: We've been here in South Carolina 2019. Uh, and so, yeah, started with Joey then. And then the next year, you know, everything went crazy for a little bit. But, you know, <laughs> it kind of melded us together. You know, we had to right. figure it out.
0: So what do you guys do for fun in Lexington? Oh, man. When you have time. When we have time, you know,
1: <laughs> honestly, we, we travel on weekends a lot because we have family in Greenville and we have family in Savannah. Um, but in Lexington, we go for walks at the park. All the time. We go to, um, I always forget the one uh, behind the police station. Uh, uh,
0: Gibson? Virginia. Oh, Virginia Hilton is behind, yeah. the behind the police station. And then Gibson is over And near we go to shares, Gibson a lot yeah. too, yeah.
1: We actually just found that one, you know? Like, that's well, kind of was
0: a, closed for a while. Oh, was it? A damn break. It, yeah. Oh, but, I didn't know that. But now it's like, the king of the crop over there. It's yes. beautiful. <laughs> it's so great.
1: Like yes. We were driving by one day. I was like, what is that? Yeah. And so we started going there, walking on <laughs> right. Saturday mornings and stuff. I mean, you know, we love probably every place that everybody has already said on your podcast here. I mean, obviously, private property is a great date night. And we love Bodhi. I put Bodie has, has a Brussels sprout that's probably the best Brussels sprout that I've ever eaten in my yeah. life. Right. Um, but just being downtown, you know. Um,
0: it is a nice stroll down Lexington down the main street. Now. It's getting better and better. Yeah, it does.
1: It's getting better and better. Absolutely. Uh, even um, the uh, O'Hare is the breakfast place that opened up. The like, bakery, yes. The bakery. It's been awesome. You know, yes. I used to go to the Haven quite a bit, but what they've done there at O'Hare's Bakery has been really great. We do we one of our diamond dogs that we normally do at Waffle House. Uh, we do we did one of those at um, at Ohara's Bakery
0: yeah I was gonna ask you, uh, tell me about the Diamond Dogs meeting. <laughs> yeah,
1: so with BlackRock, we stole this from a TV show Ted Lasso, that all of our uh, all of our staff kind of watch and it's a great it's a great leadership show too. but we have a what we call Diamond Dogs and it's just a meeting of kind of like me director of operations and our owner. and that is the most important meeting because it's we check in personally and then we do like thirty thousand feet like. What are things that we need to talk about that are going to change the course of the business? And we do it every single week, checking on each other, checking on the business. And if you have a team and you don't have a diamond dogs meeting, a very private meeting where you can be one that not hundred percent honest, but a thousand percent honest. Hey, this is how I feel. This is where we're at. This is where we need to go. You got to have that meeting because people need some honesty. And if you're transparent and honest with people, Man, they will follow you forever. And right. Uh, credit to Joey because he is cultivating those kind of relationships with Blackrock. But that's Diamond Dogs. So yeah. we do it at Waffle House. I
0: like the Diamond Dogs meeting. That's great.
1: <laughs> we do it at Waffle House, 8 a.m. I was going to ask you morning. how
0: your uh, waffles were this morning. Yeah,
1: they were delicious. They were great. <laughs> I love
0: Waffle As House. always. But I get the same thing every time. Chicken milk plate scattered, smothered, and covered. And it oh. does not matter what time of day it is. <laughs> now you
1: were prepared. That's, you just ripped that off. <laughs> oh, I've been great. saying
0: it for years. <laughs> I love all of us. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I am uh, so grateful that you came today. This has been great. And yes. um, I can never look at a hat or a shirt the same, because now I'm going to be wondering how it was done and how long it took to do it. But
1: um, Can they, I just say, too, a testament to what you're doing. This is awesome. Oh, and if, thank you. And if people are listening right now and th- they need to get in touch with you and maybe on this thing, because uh, the intentionality you have, the professionalism here, the heart that doesn't, it's not really seeking anything. It's just seeking to have conversations. Yeah. That is like such a breath of fresh air. And that is going to be like why this is so successful. Oh, I know. Thank you. I can tell you're a dreamer. And sitting here, you're looking, you're looking five years down the road at like what this could be. And I think that what you're doing right now, the small steps you're taking, it's gonna just it's gonna be a blessing not only to you, but to like everybody.
0: Well, I appreciate it. Like I said, the this is really just to get for people there's a lot of people out of state coming in town. And then, you know, then you have even people in Lexington who don't branch out, who don't know. Yeah. And I think a lot of the businesses, in order to help them. Um, and get their story out is to learn more about them. Yeah, It's not just what they do. I mean, not many people care. I mean, I think it's really interesting, but some people don't care how a hat's made and how long it takes. <laughs> but to know the story behind you and your team, I think, is important. And um, anyway, that's, that's what it's all about, and I'm having fun doing it. <laughs> so thanks. Thanks Thank for being you. here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for hanging out with us today, and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to be a guest on our show or have a person, business, charity, organization, idea, or an event that Lexington needs to know more about, email us, local at forallthingslexington.com. That's local at the number four, allthingslexington.com.
1: This episode was brought to you by the real estate agents at Home Matters, building on service, relationships, and on what matters to you. Find out how you matter and how they can help you with buying and selling your home at HomeMattersSC.com.